0: To moviego, I'm Justin. And that long pause is for no one because Chase is not with me today. It's just gonna be me. But before I get into things, Chase did send me some kind of intro he recorded. So here you go. Here's a message from Chase.
1: On today's episode, listen up. You might just learn something about a man named Keanu You might know him as the eponymous John Wick of the three-part instructional video on how to avenge your murdered puppy. He's the one you send to kill the boogeyman, the one who wants room service, a club sandwich, a cold Mexican beer, and a $10,000 a night hooker. He's the one who commands the into the light, the one who takes skin off chicken, the one who gives you the finger in exchange for a phone call. Yes, he is the one. Indeed, strange things are afoot at the Circle K, so don't be a motherfucker and a food eater because you'll need to buckle up, drive straight, and stay above 50, most importantly, while you join us on a most excellent adventure.
0: It's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. I got myself a podcast all alone so that's depressing that I'm celebrating by myself right now um yeah so happy birthday to me uh John Wick 3 maybe that'll be my my movie present to myself it is coming out this Friday and that's what this uh episode will be about Keanu Reeves um a little bit uh kind of a battle royale of his characters and of course the movie goat will be what is the greatest of all time keanu reeves movie but before we get into anything else uh please go to twitter at movie underscore goat find us there participate in our poll we need uh some more votes we did pretty well last week there was only 50 votes which is pretty good for us since we only have like a hundred and some followers because we're not really good at Twitter. I don't take the time to follow follow back as much as I should. But, you know, whatever happens, happens. And then if you're feeling so inclined, it is my birthday. If you want to give me a present, you can go to, um, what is it? Uh, Patreon.com slash moviegoat and uh, throw us a bone there. $1 to 20 will get you a plethora of extra content. And like we said a million times... Uh, until we get a $5 subscriber. We're not making any Patreon exclusive content. So we need you guys to do that. Um, I know we're not worthy of your money, but Hey, it's my birthday. So I can kind of pander to you guys that way and maybe get some sympathy dollars, but that's all for that. Um, yeah, just get into something that surprised me about Keanu Reeves. I thought I was a fan of Keanu Reeves. And so I went through his filmography and, I picked out 42 movies that he starred in. He's in like 90 movies, but 42 that he starred in and came to the conclusion that 26% of his movies are all I've seen. 26%. And most of them are Matrixes and John Wickes and Speedies, like his action movies. I'm not fond of any of his dramas, apparently. I've yet to see a single Keanu Reeves drama, and he does a lot of drama, a lot of crime drama. So it's either action drama slash crime drama for Keanu, and some comedies here and there, like Bill and Ted's and Keanu, the cat movie. Uh, so I kind of found that shocking, that out of 42 movies of his, I've seen 11. So very limited filmography, but looking at the ones that he's put out, especially... In the 2000s, just like nothing is there that I want to see. The Day the Earth's still, no thanks. The time travel with the mailbox. So Sandra Bullock, I'm good. Just so many movies it don't seem interesting. So I don't know. I don't know if I should give Keanu a chance and go back to his filmography because he seems like a super nice dude. I mean, if you've read stories about him in real life, he's a down-to-earth fella. Um, he lives low, even though he's got, you know, so much money, he, he's ba- he takes the subway, like, he's just a nice guy, so maybe he deserves my, uh, time and attention to what he puts out art-wise, but I just, I doubt I'll ever watch these movies, because if I haven't been drawn to him yet, what's, what's gonna happen now that I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to see The Lake House, man, I can't see how this mailbox works, or how this, like, 47 Ronin, how he's a a half-breed, half-white, half-Japanese that has to lead 46 other dudes to get revenge on his master. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't sound interesting to me. But um, the movies I do like his, I like a lot. So that, that helps in any kind of situation. But, yeah, I just kind of found that fascinating. And, uh, I mean, Keanu, I, has he aged at all? He's got one of those faces that he looks exactly the same whatever he's doing he's doing the right thing so kudos to him keep on making movies because every once in a while you get the hits like you get speeds and bill and ted's and then you wait a while and get the matrix and you wait a while you get the john wick so every five to ten years he finds a franchise that sticks so maybe in 2029 after this john wick runs over we'll get a new keanu series when he's like in his 60s or however old he is i think he's in his 50s right now so yeah, that's my take on Keanu. So yeah, next segment, we're going to do, or I'm going to do, a battle royale of Keanu's characters. So I picked like 12 that might have a chance in a battle. And if you played Fortnite, that's kind of my idea. Like Fortnite makes the Hunger Games. In the Hunger Games, everyone's, you know, you're dropped out and you have to race to the cornucopia to get some kind of weaponry. And then in Fortnite... You have to find things you get dropped off in the map wherever you fall down i mean you can like hover places you get your weapons you build you scavenge so i'm going to go more with the fortnite because that's more 2019 than 2009 with the hunger games or remember that came out so if these characters were dropped in a fortnite map of reality where they can actually die who would survive and here are the 12 contestants from the suburbs of San Dimas, California. Half of the wild stallions and surfer of time, Ted Theodore Logan. From the FBI in LA comes a world's only spy surfer, ex football star, Johnny Utah. From the car-ridden streets of LA comes a man that lives in the fast lane, Jack. Draven! From the legal offices of Lomax and Lucifer comes Kevin Lomax! From a post-apocalyptic future where machines harvest humans for energy but let our minds play a photorealistic version of Sims comes Mr. Anderson aka NEO! From the Washington Sentinels comes the backups backup QB Shane Falco From the city of Chicago comes a serial killer that gives you a chance. He goes by one name Griffin. From the paranormal crime- ridden streets of LA is the destroyer of demons John Constantine. From Illinois, the carpenter that can send letters two years into the future, Alex Wilo. From feudal Japan comes the half-breed white Japanese man. He goes by one word, Kai. From the crime-ridden streets of New York comes the puppy-loving boogeyman, John Work. And lastly. From the crime ridden streets of L.A. comes the cutest, tiniest, hairiest, pussy, cat you've ever seen, Kyoto Alright, so that's all the intros. 12 people. If you didn't catch all their names, I'll do it real quick. Ted Theodore Logan, Johnny Utah, Jack Traven, Kevin Lomax, Neo, Shane Falco, Griffin, John Constantine, Alex Weiler, Kai, John Wick, and Keanu, the cat. So they're all dropped into this map. And obviously, the edge right off the bat would be to John Wick. Uh, he has every kind of skill set you need to survive the situation. He's killed hundreds of people, assassinated hundreds of people. He's got... Weapons training, knife training, just combat in general. So he's obviously the front runner in this whole thing. And then maybe second would be Neo, but he's in the real world in this, so not as skilled, but he can manipulate time at the end of Matrix Revolution. So maybe Neo has a shot. Those are the two front runners, I'd say. And then maybe John Constantine, because he's used to dealing with the paranormal, maybe he can figure out some other worldly way to defeat these people with the help of ghosts. I don't know the rules. Um, I should have put the setting. I figured that the jungle makes the most sense for these people, like Predator-style jungle because none of these people have to deal with this kind of terrain in any of these movies. There's no jungles in any one of these movies. So I think that would be the fairest playing ground for them to play in. Like they're almost all from LA. Like almost every single one of these. Like, hey, I'm from California. So there's no jungles in California. So it puts him out of their element. Um Uh Who else we have? The Griffin guy, who's the watcher, if you ever seen that. He's a serial killer. So he's got a huge upper hand just of being hidden, biding his time, knowing when to strike. So that that's a challenge for probably John Wick, because John Wick's used to people coming at him for some reason. I don't know why they uh, decide they can defeat him, knowing how freaking amazing he is with a gun or any kind of weaponry. Um, Alex Weiler, he is the wild card because he can send letters to the future. Does that help him at all in getting to um, maybe knowing what his enemies are going to do? Maybe Sandra Bullock knows the results of this matchup already, but he has no mailbox. So is he going to build one and somehow use his time abilities i don't know how that movie works um that probably won't work alex Weiler is most likely dead off the bat but he's a carpenter so in this world of Fortnite, you can build structures so maybe he has the upper hand of building some kind of shelter uh kai i mean samurai soldier shogun uh he knows how to use a sword but if john wick gets in his way what's kai gonna do i don't think he has you know crossbow training but he might but You have to craft these things or find them. And then who else? We have a cat. You have a cat who might have one of the best shots. It's tiny. Camouflage, perhaps. Climb trees and just wait out this war. So that's like, find this little bitty cat in this huge jungle. But in this Fortnite, we're we're doing Fortnite. The arena encloses on you as time goes on. So you can't just go hide the whole time. So the cat will have to face someone eventually. Then you have Kevin Lomax who is trained from the devil. I mean, you have Al Pacino as Satan trying to help this guy win cases and also destroy his life. So maybe he can litigate his way out of this situation uh, or use the power of Satan if he can get his uh, his buddy there to help him out. I do not know. Then you have Johnny Utah. I mean, FBI agent. He knows how to infiltrate crime organizations but how that help him in the jungle he's not trying to be these guys friends but you know alliances are created in these situations likely and then at the end you turn just like hunger games you you meet some people you you form a a bond and then at the end you got to break it so maybe he teams up with maybe a a jack traven or something they're similar backgrounds i mean jack traven was a swat team member you got johnny utah and fbi member they they see very similarly they might be able to have a a elite force to go out against these people i mean he's also bombs expert with jack traven i mean speed so maybe he can set some traps learn from his uh psychopathic uh, uh dennis hopper that'd be sweet i'm down with that and then theodore logan is another wild card uh he can play guitar but not very well he can time travel but he has to have um the the telephone box i don't think he has that with him and rufus i don't believe is around because that guy's actually dead so man how will this go down i'm gonna guess if i had to say oh i forgot i forgot about shane falco the football player what's he gonna do he's gonna die right away he's the first one to bite it shane falco you're out of the game i'm gonna say uh he just died of uh, falling off a cliff he just misstep and fell because he's an idiot and he's not even worth it. I don't wiping him on here really because what's he gonna do against against these people? And then the next one to go, man, I'm seeing the cat's gonna live for a while. I mean, Ted, he's he means well. Party on. I think he'd be too loud. I think he gets picked off immediately. Uh, he's walking, trying to figure out probably playing some air guitar, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. He didn't have his buddy there to help him out, like think things through. Because they were a force that needed to be reckoned with as a team. But once they're separated, they're weak. So I think Theodore Logan is gone. Half of the Stallions, rest in peace. So he's out. Now, I'm, I'm really saying Johnny Utah and Jack Traven, they form an alliance. That has to happen. That makes sense. They're very similar people. Almost the same character. Uh, just one's a little more california I'm an FBI agent. And then, you know, you have Jack Traven's like, I'm a bomb squad SWAT team member. Like, eh, it's pretty similar. And they've been in very extreme situations. And for Point Break, he's skydiving, surfing. I mean, the beginning of Fortnite, you're skydiving into this game. So he's got an advantage there of where he can get a better locale. Maybe he can find some weaponry faster than the other people. Some choice locations. And then Jack Traven's all about that speed. He'll probably find a vehicle and get going. They, they meet up. They're, they're on the same team. Yeah, next out, I'm calling Kevin Lomax. No litigating will work in this situation. It's life or death. You can't talk your way out of this one. I mean, it's it, winner takes all. So, yeah, he's taken out. We'll just say he's taken out by Neo. Neo just punches him in the face and tells him, you know, to go to hell. Because that makes sense. That's the only thing he could say because he knows him that well. He's been watching him somehow um so then we have constantine oh alex weiler i, I really think he's going to build a, a structure real quick and hold fast like just as long as he can because he knows if he steps out of this place he's doomed there's nothing he can do about it he doesn't have the skill set all he knows is carpentry so if he can create a shelter that will withstand you know the barrages of bullets or axes perhaps he has a chance he can build a high enough tower you know reinforce it with concrete, just give himself that much extra time. But he knows he's a goner, but they have to break in there first. So, John Wick, Kai, who's out next? Ah, oh, man, Traven and Utah have teamed up. I'm gonna call out, oh man, this is tough. Kai, yeah, 47 Ronan, you're great with the sword, but how are you gonna face a guy like John Wick? I'm gonna call it John Wick takes him out. So, you have John Wick on the battlefield. You got the uh, samurai Kai. He has his sword and he's charging John Wick. He might not even know about guns. I don't know if there were guns in that movie at that point in Japan. I'm assuming there weren't. I think they just discovered gunpowder then, so I don't know if they were using it in gun form yet. Um, crossbow, sure, but yeah, he goes out with honor. John Wick just shoots him. He doesn't even give him a chance to kill him. He blocks a couple bullets, we'll say. The sword breaks, maybe, and then John Wick plugs one right in his forehead. And then you have Kai gone, but honorable death, you can say. So man, John Wick versus John Constantine? Yeah, Battle of John sounds good. So John, John Constantine versus John Wick. Man, John Constantine has the power of paranormal behind him, but in this universe, in this Fortnite, there is no ghosts, I don't think. So he can't call upon his dead friends to help him out. He has weapon skills, but they're against other worldly creatures that don't really have the same skill set as a John Wick. And John Wick knows cover. He knows maneuvering. He knows how to play in the shadows. He knows how to take advantage of his enemy. I'm calling John Wick kills out John Constantine. Kills out, is that a word? So, John Constantine, I'm sorry, but you have been erased. You can go join your brethren in the Ghost Realm. So, now we have Keanu the Cat still hiding out somewhere. Griffin hiding out somewhere. They're very similar creatures. And then you got Neo. Man, Neo, that's a, that's tough because does he have those powers in this world where he can bend reality and stop bullets because he does do that in the third one where he comes out and stops the machines dead in the tracks in the actual world. So he was the chosen one. So in this world, is it going to be the same? It's not really a fair fight. Neo can do all that stuff. So I'm going to say he can do a little bit of that stuff. And Neo, he, he takes out Johnny Utah and Jack Traven at the same time. Neo crushes their heads together and he's so focused on them that you have Griffin the Watcher come out of the shadows and choke out Neo and kill him. So Neo's gone, Johnny Utah's gone, Jack Traven's gone. So now you just have Griffin the Watcher who's playing in the darkness, using shelters, bunkers, dirt holes, wherever you can find to stay hidden. And you have Alex Weiler in the lake house. You know, he's his holed up. You have know, John Wick and Keanu. I'm calling at this point. As the Watcher kills Neo, the cat comes down and claws his eyes out. So he's blind, but the cat runs away. So right now the Watcher is blind. Yes, irony at its best. Griffin the Watcher is blinded. Now he has to use his other senses to try and navigate this jungle. He is doomed right now. And here comes. Here comes John Wick. Easy pickings. John Wick just finishes him off. So now you have Alex Weiler. John Wick and Keanu the cat. Holy crap, the walls are closing in. John Wyler has to leave, like he can't stay there anymore. He's on the outskirts of this enclosing arena. What is he gonna do? Does he just die this way, or does he want to go out like a man? He chooses to go out like a man. So John, um, not John Wick, Alex Wyler escapes his house. So you have Alex Wyler, Cat Keanu, and John Wick. And here's where things get crazy. Because John Wick sees Keanu the cat. Oh man, PTSD sets in hard, man. He starts thinking about his puppy. How can he kill this cute little kitten? It doesn't make sense. How, how can he do such a horrible thing? This is whole revenge tour was based on a puppy dying. And how can he do the same to this kitten? He doesn't know who owns this kitten. It's not his kitten's fault, it's here. So John Wick is like just on his knees just... Broken. He doesn't know what to do. His flashbacks of his wife are coming through and that's when, out of nowhere, Alex Weiler smacks John Wick over the head with a 2x4 and then drills a 2x4 a, um, a with a, a nail into his throat and kills John Wick. See so if Alex Weiler versus Keanu the Cat. Holy smokes, who's going to win this? And then out of nowhere, Alex Weiler... He puts the kitten in a mailbox he makes and sends it to the future. And that's how he gets rid of it. And Alex Weiler, of all people, he lives. And so is a cat, but the cat's gone. So he got rid of it. He vanquished the enemy just in a different kind of way. And that cat is now two years ahead of him living its life as a kitten in the future. It just got two whole years added on to its life just like that. So that's what happens. Alex Weiler of the lake house the carpenter from illinois the one no one gave a chance to they were laughing when i called his name but he is the winner of the battle royale keanu reeves 2019 holy smokes can you believe it onto our movie goat. here we go um play that you know i made a new clip so play that clip for our movie goat thing go for it movie goat Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Damn the man! Right Save the empire! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out?
1: Dope is dope I've ever smoked.
0: I am taking them to imprison them
1: in prison. He is taking us to the... We have our first official biatch of the day.
0: <laughs> Alright, so just real quick to go over our movie Goat. I think we finally got to our final format it's going to be three two one format three minutes of the opening salvo if you will opening argument of why our movie is the greatest of all time in this case Keanu Reeves movie and then we'll have a two minute rebuttal round and then a one minute say what you want to say final closing argument and that's it and then it'll go to the Twitterverse which is what we need you guys to do go on Twitter at movie underscore goat vote for which movie you think deserves to go on our hashtag movie goat list and our update to our movie goat list. We have, you know, six movies now last week waiting, joined the ranks of our, our six we have, and we have the dark Knight, empire records, winter soldier, pineapple express, rogue one and waiting. Once we get to 10, we'll just do a updated version of this, just the top 10 each week and see if movies jump in or jump out. Um, we have our ranking system Chase still needs to rank his movies so it's not the actual ranking yet until he gives me his numbers on Rogue One and Waiting and Winter Soldier but I don't think anybody's going to beat the Dark Knight yet, it's too powerful so hashtag movie goat list you can find our list there once we actually get to 10, I'll start putting it up there so it makes sense, but yeah Waiting won last week over Buried heavily, I think it was 88% to 12% something like that something ridiculous. I, I got maybe 10 votes out of the 50, so I was I was kind of sad, um, but that's okay. Buried, I think, is a far superior movie than Waiting, but I, I think more people saw Waiting. I think that's what it was. So, without further ado, um, I chose, Justin here, chose Speed. So, that's the movie I'm going to um, argue for. And then Chase, like he couldn't be here, obviously, so he chose John Wick. And we have a special person here in studio to argue Chase's points. Opening statement. Pop quiz, hotshot. What is the greatest Keanu Reeves movie? It's Speed, Keanu's breakout role. Point Break showed its potential to be an action star while Speed solidified it. Your everyman SWAT team member Keanu Reeves and his buddy Jeff Daniels foiled Dennis Hopper's elevator plan, uh, which sets the movie in motion for the bomb on the bus. Keanu is cool, calm, and collected for the most part. His character gives into his emotions which humanizes him and makes him relatable. He's in a hopeless situation. How does a city bus in Los Angeles maintain a speed of 50 miles per hour? There are a mixed group of passengers on board, including Cameron Fry, who's even more uptight than he was in high school. Also, this movie made the world fall in love with the wildcat behind the giant pinto, Sandra Bullock. The chemistry between her and Keanu is believable. The banter, bickering, and their shared compassion for human life plays wonderfully on screen. They overcame so many obstacles and even admit at the end that they're is doomed because it emerged from this intense situation, which normally is ignored in action movies. The set pieces are amazing, stunt work amazing, the action genre is one of my least favorite genres because of the insurmountable odds the hero is normally up against, but this one is relatively grounded and doesn't make Keanu indestructible, and he's not facing nameless goons like one specific nutcase. Also, Keanu has to use his wits to outsmart Hopper The movie's pacing is also a key component in my enjoyment. The opening sequences has our hero and villain squaring off. How often does that happen in any movie? And then the second that payphone rings, the movie doesn't let up from this point on. Keanu jumping onto the bus from a convertible on the highway to navigating city traffic, running over a baby carriage full of cans. They were only cans. To Hopper killing a passenger for her insubordination. To jumping a 50-foot gap to Jeff Daniels' wits being his ultimate demise as him and other SWAT members get blown up by Hopper's bomb-ridden home. To all passengers escaping as Hopper's elderly bladder sabotages owner's plans. Then you have Keanu and Sandra on a metal panel dolly thing underneath the bus as Hopper figures out their ruse. Heroes escape as a bus crashes into an airplane, and that's not even the end of the movie. Get to the subway, Hopper versus Keanu. Hopper gets decapitated. The line, yeah, but I'm taller. This movie sucks you in, and it's immensely rewatchable at any time of day or year. It's a unique movie that many have tried to recreate, but none have succeeded. This movie sits on the same table with the Titans of action. You got the Die Hard, the Weapons, T2, and it teaches you that no matter what the odds, Doing the right thing is paramount, even if it means shooting the hostage. Boom, I did it in under, under 3 minutes, so I'm going to vamp for 30 more seconds. This movie is gorgeous, it still holds up today. John DeBont, it's just a thrill ride, you never like, you never get a moment to relax. And that's like the great things about these kinds of movies, that you can just sit down and you are sucked in. You want to watch it, you want to finish it, you want to see what happens, even though you know what happens. It's still a great tale. And it's, like I said, there's nothing that takes away from today. Like, you could turn it on, and there's nothing there. You're like, oh, that's definitely a 90s movie because of this. Like, CGI, it's all practical for the most part. Actually, I think it's all practical. It's in models, so boom. Oh, we have a surprise to everyone. If you listen to our game shows, we have Jimothy Quinn here to argue Chase's points. Jimothy, take it away. You have three minutes. Opening Statement. Do you like when innocent women die? Do you like when puppies die? Do you like when Theon Greyjoy lives? No, no, and no! Do you like when Keanu Reeves goes on a revenge tour in the name of his little pup? Hell, to the effing yes you do! Screw the story, this is a ballistic ballet that never lets up! Story of a retired assassin that finds love after surviving his violent life... THEN GOD KILLS HIS WIFE, BUT SAID WIFE ARRANGES FOR A PUPPY TO BE DELIVERED TO KEANO TO HOPEFULLY FILL THE MASSIVE VOID SHE LEFT IN HIS LIFE. FLASH TO THEON WANTING JOHN WICK'S CAR, BUT JOHN REFUSES. NO SHIT. THEON busts IN HIS HOUSE, WHAT ARE YOU THINKING THEON, AND KILLS JOHN'S PUPPY AND STEALS HIS WICK, HIS whip, HIS whip. (laughs) THEON, 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 WHEN WILL YOU LEARN TO NEVER KILL THE LOVED ONES OF A MAN NAMED JOHN? This makes Keanu literally dig up his past and go stir up Echo's Kevin Bacon. He retrieves his guns and murders everyone that gets in his way. He's after Theon, the son of crime boss Vigo Tarasov, and that's it. That's the story. But the direction and cinematography bring this movie to life. This movie is elevated by that and the realism of Keanu Reeves. Watch the video of him doing this in real life. It's almost as fascinating as the movie. Knowing that he can actually pull this off makes the experience even more engaging. He's the most unkillable killer there is, hundreds of men stand in his way, hundreds of men are left dead in blood red wake of his. We haven't seen Keanu kick this much ass since the Matrix and that was him in a computer program. This is the Keanu I want to see, this is Point Break Keanu, this is Neo. this is Constantine, I don't count 47 Ronin, never seen it. This is the Keanu I want, a stone cold killer with a little nuance. This also spurred off franchise that is thriving. This ultimately elevated above the Matrix. John Wick 2 improves upon the world building, while Matrix Reloaded got lost in its own convoluted plot. And the third one that comes out Friday could be Keanu shooting bullets out of his ass for 90 minutes, and I would still prefer that over Matrix Revolutions. People go to the movies to escape, and John Wick is someone you want to be with. No fear, I want to rewatch this because of the journey of John and the pure technical prowess of the people behind the scenes. You can tell they took the time mapping all the movements out and created a flow to every action sequence. Originality boils down to character. There is no other John Wick. Other movies like it. Yes, but Keanu was easy to root for He's such a good dude in real life that on screen he wanted to succeed. So give me all the John Wick I will never have enough. Oh, I've got some time to spare too. Look at me Oh, yes, John Wick the aesthetics are what makes this movie like the the noir kind of feeling it gives the color palettes Everything is different than your normal action movie. And that's why I love it. You can't get this anywhere else. That's why it's a franchise. That's why it's world building. That's why there's three of them. There'll probably be four. I'm going for five. Keanu can do this the rest of his life. Now we will continue to watch it. Give me more John Wick, please. John Wick, John Wick, John Wick. I'll suck that dick, 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 dick. Alright, Jimothy, thank you. And now I guess I gotta rebut all the John Wick stuff there. So here we go. Tear him down. Yeah, John Wick is one note the whole time, though. It is just him killing. He can't get hurt. He's a master of the, yeah, of the weaponry there. But there's no stakes involved. Yeah, they kill a puppy. Yeah, that's irredeemable. You don't kill animals in movies. And that's what sucks the, the audience in. It panders to that feeling, that emotion, like, oh, my God, they killed a puppy. And they made him Theon on graduate at that point. No one liked him at that point anyways. 2014. No one gave a crap about Theon Greyjoy, so in this one, yeah, it's easy to root for John Wick. It's a simple movie, just because it looks cool and slick doesn't make it a great action movie. It's not better than Speed, which has you engaged the whole time. I mean, John Wick, you don't ever fear for John Wick. You know he's going to make it out. Like, at what point are you like, oh man, John Wick's going to die. When you start your movie with the car crash, and then you come back to it, what, like 30, 40 minutes later? You know he's not gonna die in that instance because you still have a whole hour left in the movie. So it kind of kills all the the uh, tension that they're trying to build there. And I also hate when movies start like that. Just give me the beginning part and you don't have to do the stupid car wreck part. It makes it, It's not necessary for the for the plot to tell me that he got erect at the beginning and we're gonna flash back to weeks earlier because that really matters to me. And Keanu's just playing Keanu. It's. He barely has any words. He's just killing, killing, killing. Not much going on. Not much to engage with the Stone Cold Killer. The only part you're engaged with is that they killed a puppy. If they would have killed just the wife, you're like, okay, well that's fine. But if they killed a puppy, you're like, oh my God, I'm up in arms with this movie. He better get his revenge. He better kill every single person in that crime family. So no shit, you're gonna feel for that person. That's how it is. Pandering, pandering, pandering. Just give me your emotions and we'll take it. Cool character. But is it his greatest of all time movie? No because there's no character development in the movie It's just him killing you get nothing besides yeah his wife died of cancer and his puppy died There's no other character development Tear him down. Oh, you talk about one note characters your boy uh, Jack Traven he is one note. He's just like oh, I'm a boy scout do the right thing at all times He's like the ultimate Jon Snow. He gets a little angry when Jeff Daniels dies. But Jeff Daniels is an idiot. This man is a bomb expert you're dealing with. Why wouldn't he booby trap his home? You should have had data there. He could have helped you all survive. It should have been Bomb Blows Up. Jeff Daniels Saves the Day. Better movie. And this is a one off. John Wick, there's sequels to this. Speed 2, Keanu turned it down. How can his his best movie how can he turn down a sequel? that's how bad the sequel was and that's what killed the franchise John Wick is thriving the movies are better higher quality you can have one movie of speed good for you 1994 no one cares John Wick is in the now John Wick is in the future They're coming more coming you're going to see John Wick way more than you'll ever even talk about Jack Traven the stupid name John Wick flows Jack Traven that sounds like a murderer And you bloody have the goal to say this movie is grounding in reality. A giant city bus jumps a 50 foot gap on a highway. Um, no. No possible way. Had to have some kind of ramp in a very fast bus. Not just a little bit of an incline. Dumb. In all these situations, Keanu should've pretty much died in. Um, under the bus, flailing around like a fish on a line. Then you got him uh, on the subway fighting some old man. That's not climatic. Of course, the old man's gonna lose. Keanu's in great shape, but the old man actually puts up a decent fight. If he was fighting John Wick, John Wick would have killed him like three times over, maybe thirty times over. Old man, come on, Jack Traven. That's, that's all, loser. Clap back closing. Speed is a movie that brought Keanu to the forefront of America. If you want to watch it through, through and through the entire time, Speed's the one you go to. If you want to watch violence after violence after violence, just death after death after death, go to John Wick. You won't be disappointed in the gunplay and the maneuvering of the story, whatnot, but it's just the same old same old the entire film. If you care about puppies, obviously you'll love that movie. But if you care about people and character development and just characters in general, people coming together to fight an evil... Trying to come out of a situation that they've been put in there's innocence on a bus and they all come together different walks of life To solve a problem to help one another. It's also a feel-good movie in the action genre Compared to John wick, which is a straight vengeance. It's dark. It's brooding There's nothing really to cling on to but that damn puppy. There's not really fair to just care about the puppy, who you barely got to know anyways. In this movie of Speed, you get a plethora of characters, and you love every minute of it, and you'll enjoy the ending done. Clap back closing. Of course I'm more engaged with a puppy. I care more about a puppy than a bunch of bums on a bus. I'd rather watch John Wick kill all of these people on the bus and that, that Keanu would be more fun than watching a bunch of passengers talk about their miserable lives on the way to wherever they're going to play their miserable jobs. John Wick loved his job. He was good at his job. And this is him coming out of retirement because of a puppy. We all have pets. If I had my best friends on a bus, or my puppy right here, and they told me choose which one are going to die, the puppy or all your friends on a bus, all my friends, all two of them, on that bus are going down, and this puppy's gonna jump in my arms and thank me, because that puppy's there for me all the time. My friends aren't. That's how it is. That's just how life is, and watching Keanu, go on a revenge, a, a tour if you say, a revenge tour, killing all these people that deserve it, they're not good people, they're all evil or bastards, they're crime bosses. they deserve to die anyways, ah, that's it.
1: Two great Keanu Reeves movies, 20 years apart, I don't know, I can't decide, but maybe you can, to our wonderful listeners out there, have you seen Speed? or john wick if so we'd love to know follow us please share your thoughts with us on twitter and instagram at movie underscore goat
0: thanks again chase and uh, that's basically it like he said go on twitter at movie underscore goat vote uh speed or john wick Maybe it'll be closer, but I'm thinking more people have seen John Wick at this point, because that was 1994, I was 10 years old, now I'm 35, and John Wick came out in 2014, so more people have likely seen John Wick than, than Speed, but that's okay. I go with my heart, and I can't deny the feelings I get when I watch Speed over John Wick. Cause John Wick's just sad. I mean, it's a sad movie. I don't like to watch puppies die. It's messed up i want to see dennis hopper die by getting decapitated and that's all i have to say the end uh hopefully chase will be back next week i think we're doing bright burn so
1: peace the car
0: And you bloody have the goal to say this movie is grounding in reality. A giant city bus jumps a 50-foot gap on a highway. Um, no. No possible way. Had to have some kind of ramp and a very fast bus. Not just a little bit of an incline. Dumb. And in all these situations Keanu should have pretty much died in. Um, under the bus flailing around like a fish on a line. Then you got him uh, on the subway fighting some old man. That's not climatic. Of course, the old man's going to lose. Keanu's in great shape. But the old man actually puts up a decent fight. If he was fighting John Wick, John Wick would have killed him like three times over. Maybe 30 times over. Old man? Come on, Jack Traven. That's, That's all. Loser.